out on the road Waiting for a new episode We've been thinking of you Just what you need Oh yeah, yeah Now that the show's underway I guess we can call it a day You're ready for Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Bowfinger Minute Podcast. Each week, Movies by Minutes hosts examine the 1999 Frank Oz-directed comedy Bowfinger, one minute of screen time per episode. Uh, Now into something a little bit more familiar for me. Howdy everyone, Uh, Robert Smith here, and uh, I'll be the host for this minute of the movie. Uh, I am coming to you from beautiful Tombstone. Yes, that one. Uh, You may know me or probably not, from uh, my own little show, uh, Support Your Local Podcast. Today we're going to take a look at Minute 76. We're beginning with the the kit gang, arms up, cops scoffing at aliens, and ending with a beautiful starlet to the rescue. But uh, before we get there, I want to take a moment and bring a little bit of the Support Your Local Podcast flavor to the show where I take a bit of a deep dive into one of the key members of the movie. You know, the movers, the shakers, if you will. I'm super excited to do this on this movie, as we've really got some heavy hitters gathered around. So without further ado, let's jump into a little segment I like to call, Remember the Name. That's about all I'm going to do the rest of my life, is go around remembering your name. And welcome to Remember the Name, the uh, segment of the show where I like to take a nice little deep dive into one of the the cast and crew, one of the, the movers and shakers, if you will, of, of the movie, uh, kind of see what their career has been, maybe give you some ideas of if you like them in this, you know, check out these as well. Today, we are going to take a look at the, the absolutely beautiful, um, bubbly, smiley, funny, um, insert adjective here. Heather Graham um, started out in 1989. Her first biggish role uh, is in Drugstore Cowboy. 92 for you Twin Peaks fans out there. Uh, Twin Peaks, The Fire Walk With Me. 96, Sweeners. Uh, if you've not seen that, that's the movie that kind of made Vince Vaughn and um, John Favreau. Uh, it's kind of their Quentin Tarantino, Kevin Smith, low-budget movie entry in, into Hollywood. Uh, 97, obviously we have uh, Boogie Nights as as Roller Girl, um, and then she does have a, a cameo in uh, Scream 2 as the person in the Stab movie, which is the movie within the movie. Um, but yeah, nine, 97 with Boogie Nights, that's that's going to be my introduction probably to, to her. 
um, I would have been, uh, I don't know if I should admit this, I would have been around 15 when that movie came out. So maybe, maybe I didn't see it then, uh, but I would have seen it probably by 17 or 18. And for obvious reasons, let's face it, uh, when you hear that there's a movie uh, about the porn industry, um, but it's a mainstream movie, you figure you can probably get away with it, but you're going to see, see some boobs. Um, and you do in, in that movie, go, go figure, but uh, ended up being an awesome, awesome, awesome awards-worthy uh, movie as well. But that was her breakout stars, Roller Girl and, and Boogie Nights. Uh, 99, maybe, uh, I, I take that back. This is probably where I discovered her and then went back and saw Boogie Nights. Um, Austin Powers, the two, the, the spy who shagged me, uh, she plays Felicity Shagwell, the uh, the the counterpart to Austin Powers and the one that teaches him kind of how maybe his 60s mindset of sexuality and, and, and treating people may not have been good, um, especially when he's confronted that from a female perspective and somebody that's doing that to to him as well. Um, just found her absolutely gorgeous, obviously, but at the same time, I mean, she can she can act. She's very funny in that movie. She she carries it well. Uh, ninety nine also, of course, is why we're here today. Uh, it's where she is also in Bowfinger. Um, but yeah, I think Spy Who Shagged Me is where I I found uh, found out about her, and then in looking for more stuff, accidentally may have stumbled across Boogie Nights. Uh, but ninety nine, like I said, Bowfinger uh, in this movie playing the the Daisy character plays the all shucks. Um, a sweet country girl getting uh, manipulated in Hollywood very well, but uh, at the turn of dying, I, at the end of the movie, you have to wonder: um, was it all a work? You know, was she was she as manipulative as she ends up being throughout the movie? Spoilers, uh, and that was all just a, a, an act. For she is, a, in fact, a, a an awesome actress. This Daisy, um, oh one, she is in From Hell, the uh, the the Jack the Ripper scary uh, movie with I believe that was Johnny Depp. Correct me if I'm wrong. O uh, two, killing me softly. O nine, the hangover. Um, lots of lots of different parts. She was also a, a recurring character on the TV series Scrubs. Um, not, I mean, you go through her movies, and she has a lot of lower lower budgeted type movie, more artsy type movies uh, under her belt. Doesn't really have the the blockbusters that maybe could have been warranted given given her acting ability and her her uh, stardom. Coming from the role, you know, the, the awards, Beatty type of awards, uh, um, uh, movies like Boogie Nights. Um, and then the blockbuster of Austin Powers, I don't know how that didn't uh, make her take off as as well. But then again, you know, Beyonce fell off the face of the earth too. Is, is she still around? She she do movies? Oh, musician. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm not entirely sure what's going on in that instance. Um, I did read in, in some trivia that she was one of the people that came out against a alleged um, uh, interaction or conversation that she may have had with um, that person who shall not be named from the, the movie company that may shall not be named, um, but would have been a big part of the Scream 2 uh, cameo. Um, and, and finding that out, so I don't know if cancel culture has caught back up with her to where she can get back in the limelight of, you know, she was the victim, if that's the case. Um, and maybe we should embrace her and let her back in instead of blackballing her, which may have happened because things didn't happen the way that person, um, who shall not be named may have, have been. But, um, 
Yeah, I, I didn't see too much jumping off the page uh, going through the IMDb and the filmography, which is really unfortunate because, as, as I mentioned throughout these episodes, she really is an amazing actress. You know, she isn't just the, the pretty face that, that you get on this. She does have some acting chops there. But, uh, yes, so this has been uh, uh, just a quick little deep dive. We'll get you back to the, the minute. But uh, this has been Remember the Name. You tell him I remember his name and... And we're back. Uh, again, super excited to join the uh, the Movies by Minutes project here for Bowfinger. A uh, little bit of history uh, with the movie from me, myself. This was one that was kind of off my radar. Uh, you know, as I, I dive a little bit into uh, Eddie Murphy's career here in a couple episodes, uh, you'll find that this was kind of in what I consider his dark period. You know, it's where he, he wasn't really at his pinnacle anymore. Um, and I saw this movie and it just didn't really speak to me in my 1999 senses. I've obviously come back to it and realized that it really is a great movie with a lot of great laughs to it and still captures some of that Eddie Murphy magic, that Steve Martin magic. Um, but yeah, this was one that I didn't really discover until much, much later on DVD. And uh, when the opportunity came up to speak to it in, in these uh, minutes, definitely jumped on it because it is something that I think that everybody should see. But, hey, we're we're almost 80 minutes into this movie. I'm sure you guys are already in there uh, preaching to the choir. But we uh, we start our first minute with the, the pseudo-policeman scoffing at the, the mention of aliens. And quickly, his attitude changes as something begins to... I'm not sure, squish his head? Is that what we're going for with this? He he has some orangish goo that just begins to run out of his hat and, and on his cheeks and such. And I'm not sure if the intent was that the aliens are squishing his head. If that's the case, then he just has that goo already in there. This is This is his goo. Or is this supposed to be the alien essence leaving his body? But uh, regardless, props to him for coming up with the contraption that can do this type of special effect properly. Uh, we get kind of an allusion to it earlier in the movie. I, I know that it's just a basic bladder technique with a couple squeeze bulbs, but, and, and one that, I mean, frankly, it's been around for, for decades, but it is done well for a movie that supposedly only has a, a couple thousand dollars as its budget. Um, and I, I think that seeing that and saying that we're, we're falling into a bit of a trap that you see quite often in Hollywood movies where something is supposed to look quote unquote cheap, but by it being in a multi-million dollar movie, it is by far leaps and bounds above anything that would actually have been made on a true shoestring budget. And as somebody that's done some low budget, and by low budget, I mean no budget movies in his past as, as a teen, um, and having to come up with some of those kind of ingenious ways to get special effects done, uh, shout out to Shizzy. Uh, I can tell you that like at our best on a shoestring budget, it's not going to look nearly as good as what this supposedly looks at its worst in a, in a multi-million dollar movie, but... It's it's kind of like the the struggling artist that you see in New York and Los Angeles when when you're watching a movie or watching a TV show. 
and they are they're somehow they're slumming it in what is actually a million dollar loft apartment uh, with furniture and nice furniture and you know a skyline view and uh, an elevator access and just things that people from bigger cities will tell you that's not that's somebody making minimum wage is not even probably allowed in that building let alone affording that apartment and i you know full disclosure i've been forced by my wife to watch thousands of hours of house buying shows things like house hunters and such and i can tell you as someone who has never made a lot of money and sometimes as someone who's not even made enough money, I would love to be able to get some of these set apartments and houses for however little these broke down on their luck characters do in, in most movies. And that's if those places were in the Midwest, Ohio represent, but not in the money traps of Los Angeles where it's thousands and thousands of dollars a month for essentially a broom closet. But anyways, I, 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 I back on track. The policeman, and much to the horror of Kit, continues to suffer from the worst migraine ever. And it's a nice touch that his partner, he does take a second to go from pointing his gun at Kit and his entourage to pointing it at him. And then he must think that it's too late to save him because he decides to immediately go back to pointing to the half scared, half confused group. But I, I, I just saw it and was a nice little touch that may kind of go unnoticed if you're not looking for it. But uh, apparently the the goo is sexually transmitted as the cop is remorseful for his uh, bit of horizontal tango with the aliens and we get to see a few more reaction shots from the posse. And I had to do a double take when I saw the the two guys that are standing essentially behind the car. Um, if you're coming from the direction of the policeman. As I was certain that the one with the sunglasses on for a second was Blade, uh, uh, Wesley Snipes. Um, blink and you miss it. But just take a look at that and you won't be able to unsee it. As an arm falls off of the, the cop. I, you wonder if the, the same fate is befalling all of his appendages used in this, uh, STD encounter. And as we see the classic car come rolling in, we find out for sure that it is in fact impacting, um, um, other things as he begins to, he being the cop begins to scream out, my gonads, my gonads. Uh, Heather Graham's Daisy comes literally bouncing out of the car and she grabs Kit, telling him that she's the only way out of here alive. After a quick embrace, she stops to ask him if he's trying to get to second base with all this madness going on, which I, I found a nice little chuckle. Uh, but we end our minute with her jumping in the car she slides to the driver's seat and we get to see the beginning of her excited smile to get Kit to cruise with her. And coming from that previous line from her, I'm not entirely sure if it's an escape car or if it's just the quickest place for them to find a little love. Uh, stay tuned. We'll find out. But um, you got to ask, so where are they going? 
And what accent is that supposed to be? Is that Blade's stunt double? What's happening to that poor man's gonads? We'll find out hopefully next time when we return for minute 77 of Bowfinger. So where can you find the Bowfinger podcast? Well, hopefully by close to 80 minutes, you've got this all kind of sorted out. Maybe someone's just starting with me. You know, they saw I was the guest host and decided to tune in. If so, hi, mom. I know it's you. But uh, no, seriously, if if you haven't been listening up to now, please check out the Bowfinger Minute podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or at the main website, bowfingerminute.com. If you have time, and we're talking seconds here that it would take you, please, 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 please like, subscribe, and review to the show on Apple Podcasts. It does huge things for us behind the scenes, um, getting the, the, the show out there to the masses. Uh, please make sure to check us out on social media. It is available at Welcome to Mindhead, the Bowfinger Minute Listener Center on Facebook, and on Twitter at Bowfinger Minute. And on a personal note, if you like what you hear, please take a, a moment to check out the little show that I do. Uh, again, it's Support Your Local Podcast, and it is available on all your favorite platforms. Um, you can see us on social media as well. We're not that hard to find. But until next time, folks, join us here on the Bowfinger Minute. And in the meantime, keep it together. Keep it together. Keep it together. I hope that we'll see you again. Cause there's always one more show. Cause there's always